Happy Halloween! And welcome to the battleground of the gods! Welcome, challengers, to Battleground of the Gods, a Smite podcast. I am your host, Dep Nation, and joining me today, we have the OG hosts, Famous Freak. OG, since day one. Fro, double G. Hey, ladies, OG, bot G, let's go. And joining us today, we have a very special guest, Hindu Man. Yo, what up? Hey, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was doing. I, I was trying to do something cool, and it just didn't work out. Yeah. No, no, that's per- what you did was perfect because like one of our cool. little memes is kind of trolling guests with intros. All right, good. <laughs> Smitten, Wraith, and Alpha. Well, I didn't know what to do there. <laughs> yeah, the difference is though is like like I kind of do this shit for a living. Oh, can I even swear on this? I'm sorry. Oh yeah. I even check yeah. Okay, cool. Fine, Don't oh. you fucking dare, Hindu. <laughs> oh, I dropped. I dropped a shit, and I was like, "Oh no, I could be in trouble for that." I don't even know yet. But yeah, I do this for a living, so like, I I'm, I kind of have to expect the unexpected all the time, you know? It's not like I've had to deal with pro players randomly using profanity or you know throwing games or Tina on patch note show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like how this last one with that who ye line, she didn't even know it was coming. That was awesome. What was the line, by the way? Because I've been on vacation, so I didn't get to see the last patch note show yet. The who ye line was, uh, do you like owls? Because I'll fucking kill you. And then they bleep out the fucking... That's amazing. Because it's just so out there. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good for high-res. That. Oh, sorry, Titan, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, high-res works. <laughs> Same thing. That's what we still call him. You. <laughs> Us. Yeah. I'm technically skill shot, though, so. I was going to ask, yeah. are, you, are you skill shot or are you titan? Because I know, like, you're there for the patch notes and everything like that, so. Well, technically, the, the skill shot staff are there as, basically, we work in the, you know, the on-screen stuff and uh, production and things like that. Basically, the whole production department is all under skill shot. It just means we can uh, branch out a little bit more than just do high-res games. We can look at other things, too. So. Put us under the Skillshare brand makes a little bit more sense because we can still do all the stuff we do for Smite and we still care about it a lot, you know, and for high res. But we can also look at like smaller companies that may want to do esports work and help them get their esports off and things. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, before we get too far into it, Hindu, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. For uh, anyone who follows the scene, I am Hindu Man. I'm a commentator for Smite specifically, and I'm also the league commentator, so I'm like an esports manager, so I help to deal with all the things to do with running of the league and uh, day-to-day aspect of what you see in the broadcasts. I'm involved in a lot of that. But basically, yeah, the best way I always put it down to, if people don't understand it, is I talk shit for a living and get paid about people playing this video game. At the basic is it fair level. to say you're kind of the resident troll of Hi-Rez? Mmm... I don't know, because there's there's plenty of trolls there. I just think I'm the English version of that, and there's not many English versions of that, so I'm I'm kind of like the in-between. I'm kind of, as I always describe it in a lot of ways, is like, I'm also the dark and the light, if we did a 
Star Wars reference there. Like, I'm I'm mm-hmm. Sith and Jedi at the same time. I just like to keep balance. That's all I'm here for. The grey Jedi. Oh, so- yeah, so if someone's trolling too much, I'm like, all right, you shut up now. I'll put you down and put you back in your place, you know? If people are mean, I'm meaner to them, and it, it just balances the world out a little bit. So you're the force of high-res. I like it. That's yeah. a great point, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But yeah, I mean, if you're listening you don't know who Hindu is, well, I'm glad you're listening. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even Oh, and I'm also on that patch note show. I'm the dude with the facial hair and the glasses that generally has an English accent. Oh, yeah. Let's um, not mention the bow tie. The most distinguishable thing. Down let's down do the facial well, hair. <laughs> funny enough, I've not wore bow ties most of this year, but still people bring that up all the time. Like, I, I didn't intentionally move away. I just stopped wearing them for a little while, and everyone still remembers the bow ties, man. They don't go away. They follow me everywhere. Well, it's on your avatar for your voice pack, so that's kind of hard to... That's a good point. <laughs> brush off that's i'm fair. not gonna lie when i first got into smite your voice pack was one of the first ones i got by the way thank you for hyping me up during that penta um so oh you got a penta with it that's hell dope. yeah and i dude i did the same the same thing your voice line did i like threw up my control I'm like mom get the camera because like i'd done a couple bot matches and all that so i knew i was gonna say that but i was confused well, that- for the longest time i'm like what the fuck is a hindu man and why is this it sounds like an English dude, and the picture's white. He doesn't look Hindu at all. I'm I was so confused because I had no idea who you are. Because before I got into like watching patch notes and everything. Sure. Yeah, the the name does get a little confusing. It's got a crazy backstory, world of Warcraft references in it. But I had the same issues when I first got hired because when the company was first talking to me after like talked to me about interviewing me about doing some casting work with them, the last question they asked was, uh, "So are you Hindu?" And I'm like, "No." I'm a fat white guy from England with an accent, and that's pretty much it. And that's kind of where it went from there, so. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we get into our games this week? You playing any games, Hindu? Do you know what? After you guys, you, you preempted me and warned me about this, so I did play a few games. I just looked up my account. I've been having a shit time of things right now. I don't know what it is. I think I was playing at times of the day that I don't normally play, but my ranked games have not been going great just lately. However, my assault games still fine. I'm a hundred percent win ratio this week in my assault games, which can't oh, complain hell about. Yeah. But yeah, ranked has uh, been been pretty rough just lately. See, people seem to have forgotten what an objective is all of a sudden and just started going for the kills. It must be that time of the year, you know. It's gotta be. Same thing's been happening in all my conquest games, ranked or not. Everyone just wants to play arena in the mid lane. <laughs> Yeah, I've just noticed that people just seem to die for kills. I've got people running to the fountain trying to kill someone who's on two health when we could get towers and gold furies and fire giants. But hey ho, you know. I think just I think you just get saltier the longer you play the game. You see the same mistakes being happening. You know, that's just the way of life, really. With any game, that's true. Well, in it, your situation where you like see the top tier constantly, so like you know what to emulate and everything, and then to turn around and watch people like you said just go chase this fucking kill but it's like dude they're t2 still up and you're diving like you said fountain what's going on here <laughs> like come on yeah this it's always strange when you see that all the time i mean the one thing that i take into my own games though i i do have to switch off sometimes and go okay listen we're not in the spl so these people are not going to be spl caliber but i also know i'm not spl caliber because i am way too aggressive and i am the sort of player that will be on five health and still in the team fight going I wonder if I can kill them if I hang around enough and bait them into a bad situation. I got my so like, stun ready. I, I might be able yeah. to. 
or have enough health to take one tower shot and probably two archer auto attacks and still blink under the tower for the kill, you know? Like, I like I like going for the crazy stuff because I know it's possible that I try and do it. I just can't execute it that well. That's, that's why I end up sitting around diamond level because I've just not got the drive to really, like, play super, super serious every single yourself. moment of the game. <laughs> yeah, I just can't help it. I just get out of hand all the time, especially when people escape with no health. It's too frustrating. I have Free. to go for the kill. Uh, I got a question. Who's this sound like? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I mean you, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, you're the solo laner, so you're pretty tanky. The question That's is, what, what's Hindu playing when he's diving towers? Well, I, I mean support. I do mean support, uh-huh. so most of the times it's like the likes of Geb, Kepri, Kumbakana, you know, Sobek. <laughs> like, I'll play those sort of gods and dive in, no problems. However, the problem is, is because I am a support main, it still transfers into other game modes, like if I play Clash or Assault, which are my other two, which I kind of go to. Whenever I play those game modes, I'm doing that on Hunters and Mages too, going, I can take one tower shot here and it'll be okay. And then, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Most of the time it works, though. But I'll, I'll put it that way, because I don't want the viewers to think I'm that bad. I would say I always had the motto of, you got to go for the hype plays to make the hype plays. That's a good way of putting it. The other way is, you're not going to be on the highlight reel if you don't make the play, you know? You'll Hell never know unless yeah. you try it. Plus, you learn more by failing, too. That's a lot of people <laughs> don't understand. true. We can always look when, at it that way. <laughs> you can always learn more from losing than you do from winning. And that's why pro teams always struggle when they win a lot, because they can't lose and they don't know how to lose. Or get back. If you're not learning something from every death, you're not playing Smite correctly. Pretty much, but most of the time there was basic things like, man, I should have just used a potion there. Man, I shouldn't have died the tier 2 tower, you know? The, the very simple things that you should have learned during the tutorial, pretty much, but you're still making them today. Well, alright. Depp, you get two weeks off on host, man, and you don't know what to do with dead air anymore. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> I could have done it for you. I, I kind of felt bad. I kind of felt bad at that pause, though. And I'm like, I could just keep talking if it helps them out. Honestly, oh, no, my, my that's best advice. Yeah. Best advice is just one of you throw your voice out there straight away. And it'll be fine. Like it don't matter. Everyone else will shut up. That's what I found out anyway. Yeah, and see, usually that's our boy Depp over here, but he takes two weeks off and he's getting a little chubby. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> Anyways, I'll take over what? here. So my week can go be broke down go. pretty simply into uh, popping off on Uller for the most part, and D and D. I'll start with the Uller here, dude. And dude, famous that Uller game you played—that mm. was—I was like, what is going on in the duo lane right now, mm. dude? Fro for one has been learning duo lane. I've been tired of this. I can't play ADC bullshit. So I've been fucking putting some work in. Well. Thank you, Happiness, from Defend Middle Lane, now SideQuest Arcade, for giving me the drive to learn Uller when I was trying to make the video for him there, and I have learned some Uller, and I can fucking hit some threes, I can hit some axes, dude, it's so fun, and I actually pretty, I pop off pretty well, dude, I was like four and one earlier in mid, I took him mid, just dominating the Scylla, like, she was so underleveled, I had T1 tower down in like seven minutes, like, I was just, give me mid. Everything in mid's mine. All the jungle, everything. It was great. Uh, 
I did kind of run into one match for this Jingwei. She was just a better hunter. Simple as that. So I would just clear wave, hit with abilities, and run away. Like, I didn't even fucking try to fight her. I went wait, for the team wait, fights. Wait, wait, wait. You said she's a better hunter. Do you mean, like, the player's better than you? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, dude, my... Holy I, shit! I, people like you exist that admit that someone might be better than them? That's crazy. Dude, I've not heard that in, like... What year is it? It's 2018. I've not heard that since, like, 2016. What the fuck? <laughs> Welcome to the battleground, my friend. <laughs> When I like I miss this three place. autos, and then he hits all three autos. I say, "Fuck this!" Turn around, leap no, away. I will come back that later. Is <laughs> lag. That is lag. That is RNG. That is every excuse in the Are book. You... If my support didn't take any more farm, I would have had enough gold for my attack speed, which means I would have hit those autos. Like, come on, you've got I... all those excuses you can use. I heavily try not to say it's cause lag. Because, well, you heard me say I have one and a half to three megabytes a second internet most days. Three on a good day. Hell yeah. Uh, God bless. I get tired of blaming that. So it's like, no, just deal with it. It's not going to change. Like, this is how I play. Can't blame it. But yeah, it's pretty rough. <laughs> well, I mean, it's pretty rough. I, I blinked in. I blinked into mid lane the other day and missed a Fenrir Brutalize on a slowed target with no escape. I literally ran under their tower, let them have the kill, and I was like, "I'm un- I'm uninstalling the game. I'm bad." <laughs> you see, they're, they're only they're only really bad when they happen when they're on stream. That's the worst thing. When it's on stream, it just makes it worse. Or or you do a charity event, you know, like the All Stars thing. If you got to see me playing that, that was fun, and get beat up by pros all day. Very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I saw you smash that keyboard. That was amazing. <laughs> I mean, he had it coming. Like, <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had to have some sort of game plan for that match because I'm looking down the list and I'm like, God, all I've got is these like idiots alongside me. I've got to sit in support role and watch them all feed and then I'm going to get farmed because I'm support and I can't do anything about it. So I was like, okay, I had to come up with a game plan before what I was going to do during if I, if I needed to, you know, and it seemed to work out well because we, we won that game. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> we worked out uh, that that is a valuable tool. Technically, there's nothing in the rules about that as well. Um, I believe there will be for Season 6, however, and for the World Championships, just in case. But I'm <laughs> glad I found that loophole, because now it's closed, you know? I'm helping the league at the same time. All right. I was like, yeah, is that a strat we should expect at SWC here? But, <laughs> like you said... <laughs> right, d- did that keyboard come out of your paycheck? <laughs> Um, there was no exact proof who did the crime because the camera didn't exactly catch the person in their entirety on camera at the same time. So, uh, it may have looked like me, but it could have been anybody, you know? Like, it's just not possible. In a court of law, it wouldn't stand up, so I got got away with it. That one's on you, Hi-Rez. Well, the other half of my week here, real quick, I I gotta bring this up because it makes me kind of proud proud dad moment uh i taught my 10 year old and my wife how to play dungeons and dragons and they're doing their very first campaign and i'm dming for them uh the 10 year olds got a wood elf archer oh fifth edition by the way for those who know that's what uh, say what edition yeah cool. yep fifth edition it's fun it's simple for them uh and the wife is a human barbarian and because it's Halloween, you know, coming up and everything, I uh, decided to have them go off. Well, I mean, they ultimately chose, but the, the side quest they went off was go to some village where uh, basically a hag was that they didn't know about. And 
blah, 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 blah. So they've been fighting some hags, fighting a couple scarecrows, some bats, ravens, crows, you know. It all just kind of fit in, like, perfect time of year for something like this. Especially since, like, in the lore, like, scarecrows are actually usually tied into hags in the first place. And hags are fucking witches, so I was like, perfect. Nailed it. Gonna be great. So, yeah. But what really made me, like, proud papa moment is 10-year-old. This is the second session, right? I had a couple of wolves come up with two goblins, or three goblins riding on these wolves to attack the two of them. Uh, granted, I did have a third NPC that was going to join and help them, but right away, the 10-year-old, and I'm playing on just, I got a grid. Uh, we didn't really have anything laid out. I was just basically describing where stuff was. There was really only campfire, road, and blah, 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 blah. Theater well, of the Mine. Instantly. Yeah, Theater of the Mine. Uh, I need dry erase markers. I normally have plexiglass I put over top and draw. But she instantly, with the theater of the mind, is like, where's a tree? I want to climb a tree right now. And she's the archer. And I've never, like, told her anything like that. But she's just like, get the fuck out the way. And I'm like, oh, well, there's a tree, like, 15 feet behind you. And I let her use her whole turn to climb up the tree. And she did not leave that spot until everything was dead. And I'm like, oh, so proud. So proud. Like, I didn't have to tell her the strat. She caught right on. She just Wonderful. jumped straight up the tree and went, peace, I'm safe. Yeah, and just started And she left Hell her yeah. fellow party members on the ground to deal with it. Well, they didn't know the third person was there, because was, he was going to come it. help the fight. But And the oh. other one was the barbarian. So, you can fucking get bit by all these wolves, and I'll just go up and shoot. And another thing is, she has Hunter's Mark, right? I have not once, well, once the first session, but after that, not once have I had to remind her to transfer her hunter's mark when someone's died. She's instantly like, yep, that person, you know, he dies, arrow hits him or whatever. And she's like, all right, I would like to transfer hunter's mark to that guy. Instantly, every time. And I'm like, oh, my God. Brought a tear kids. to my eye. Tear to my eye. All right. Enough about Dandy. We can get back to some smite. Famous. What about you, bud? <laughs> He's not here. Oh, okay. Well, then we need to go to Depp. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, it's going good. I had a lot of bad games, but I had some memorable ones, and Nev and I played together a lot, one of our other co-hosts. She's out sick today. We ended up playing the uh, Till Death game mode. It's the mode of the day, assault map, random pick, no rerolls. Um, the two v two, and we got, yeah, yep, and we got Chernabog and the Morrigan versus Loki and Kukul Khan, and so you know it's going good. We're pushing them; they're pushing us a little bit. Um, we're able to wipe one, take a tower; wipe another, take a tower. We take Phoenix. We're going down on their uh, their Titan. I've got my ult up. Nev's Chernabog plucking away at the Titan. Loki's alive, coming at me, and I'm the Morgan. So while we're hitting the Titan, no. I transform no. into Loki, pop the decoy, really? and Loki ults the decoy. And then I go around, ult Loki yeah. right after oh. he hits it. <laughs> Done. And then stealth out of the Titan get back in, finish it off. We win the game. Hype plays, man. Hype plays. 
that that was an M Night Shyamalan plot twist. Cool. That that is really cool because obviously because I watch a lot of games, I I generally can like predict most things that are going to happen because you kind of have to like almost see the future sometimes, and like so you you think about every possibility that could happen. Like that Loki situation with Morrigan is like one of the ones that you think about, but you never expect to ever see it. You know, it's definitely one of those. Oh, you yeah. would have recorded if you could. I don't really play the Morgan a whole lot, or Loki for that matter, but it was super in the moment hype play. Oh, it's great. The dream. And then the whisper of GG Easy or something like that, or like, you got lucky. Well, we're on console, and I'm not trying oh, to get a, uh, a voice band, so <laughs> I, I refrain from messaging. I try to keep it real quiet. But the second game. That Nev and I played. Um, it was a joust. I was on her. And they're versing a Loki and a Ganesh. And I forget who the other it. person was. But the Loki ended up shitting on us all game. Up until one of their other players DC'd and we won. But pretty close to the beginning... There was a hype play where I jump into um, like that little red buff jungle, uh, the middle lane, and I kill Ganesh with the leap. And I know Loki's low health, and he stealthed down lane. Um, Nev ended up picking up the kill, but before I knew she got him, I just ulted running out of that middle part, just flicking the... Uh, the aim everywhere on my ultimate and I just shouted out confidence because <laughs> you got to be confident to make hype plays but she was dying just laughing cracking up we're gonna have some talk of, of confidence when when freak starts talking about his week but just to fill Hindu in on this uh rain day came on here and freak had asked him a tip to play on her because you know he's known for playing on her and oh, sure. his only tip is you got to play with confidence. Or I guess it wasn't his only tip. One of his tips was you got to play with confidence. And that has become a meme, but not a meme over here. Well, funny enough, like, we've been saying, like, play with confidence. Like, at most of the gods in the game, if you can play with confidence, you're going to play better. A good example of that is Sylvanas. He's very similar. Like, that very first pull that you try in the game on Sylvanas, if you get that, you're feeling hot, you know? Then you get your next one, and your next one. And you can just get into a zone, but you've got to play with confidence, like, because you don't get it if you don't do it, you know what I mean? Like, you've got to play aggressive sometimes to oh, to make yeah. the most of a character. Now oh, yeah. he's definitely one of those characters that you have to do that. His skill level on the console is a lot more different than PC, because... Oh, Over sure. here on console, you know, Trust me. It, trying to hit the full I combo with Honor. I have her. full respect for every console player. It's like impossible. I have full respect for every console player because I've seen how difficult it is. I've attempted to play on that difficulty and it would just frustrate me because I've played on PC. Because I know I could do things on PC that on console would take me ages to learn and get as good as. So I completely respect console players a hell of a lot. Because I know it's not easy, and some oh guns are way, God. way harder than others. So you mentioned, like, not n believing that people like me existed, and here I am hearing you say that, and I'm like, no, this guy's not real. He's memeing on us right now. <laughs> what, to do with console? No, legit. Because when... 
when Smite was first coming to console in the early days, like I got to play do some playtests and um, spoke to the design team and things at the company because we were trying to make certain things easier or work out which gods may need some help on console originally because of the difficulty with the game, you know? Because like certain gods are a lot trickier. Like the likes of Sir Cat, for example, is probably one of the highest skill cap gods on console, I'd say. Give or take. Just because, you know, you've got to have very quick button inputs and changes of direction. Your camera's going to change a lot. But then ones that we expected to do really well didn't to begin with. And in the end, it started off with like big circles. That's kind of what console started with. It was like the bigger the circle, the more it got played. But then over time, like everybody has learned on console to adapt and play every single god to almost the same level, like very, very close to the very same level that the PC pro players do, you know? And the console kids, the console pro players, have actually hung and actually some of them have now transferred to the pro level of play in PC uh, because they've got the natural ability of the game now. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. For sure. Salute to you for the respect. Thank you. Oh, yeah, we're a bunch of console plebs around here. I'm not sure if you know this. Like, all of us... I don't know if you're all console. Oh, I I heard it, buddy. I hear you. I know those confidence moments. Confidence, Before Rain Day. Confidence! Yeah, (laughs) I'm telling you. Before Rain Day, if I was playing on her and I saw three full health enemies, I'm not even wanting to get close to them. After Rain Day... I'm jumping on him, and Fro's like, oh, oh, holy shit, you went in. I'm like, oh, yeah, I went in, buddy. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> yeah, when you when had Fro's caught off guard that you're diving, like, shit's real. That's confidence. That's confidence. Right right definitely is, though. I will say, like, out of most of the gods, Anher's one of the most rewarding ones to play, though, when you can do that sort of stuff and make it, you know, pull it off. Like, he's a lot more rewarding rewarding because you know how tricky it is to really make everything come together nicely with him. So... He's, he's definitely a feel-good character for sure that gives you that as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's what I like to call a boner god. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think that's why Hey made his spear extra big in our emote. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we ended up winning. Just they uh, they disconnected and couldn't push. Yeet. Feels bad. They should have won, but We take no. those W's still. Man, you, I was going to say, you guys are really nice. You don't sit there saying that. Like, yeah, then we shit on them. We don't mention it was a 2v3. Like, you don't have to well, do I that. I mean, like, they forfeited, you know, you won the game. so... We beat them so bad, they F6'd and one of them left the game. That's what you say. <laughs> well, I mean, there you go. if my week wasn't half d and I would have brought up how, like, my first three <laughs> conquests of this week, I went 0-6, 0-7, 0-8, and it's like, okay, you were... Those are good games. And that's all I got to play for like three days is one game apiece and just fed my fucking brains out. Well, Famous, since you decided to join us, how was your week, bud? Uh, I discovered something this week. Now, keep in mind, this is Plat 4. You know, it's not Masters or nothing. But you want to know a Guardian that isn't played in the solo lane right now, that actually was whooping up on some meta solo laners? Is it Bacchus? Fucking Bacchus, bro. Oh, it's Bacchus. (laughs) I got into a ranked game, right? Now, you guys know lately I've been on an addiction with Bacchus Jungle. Mm -hmm. So I get, Mm -hmm. I get, yeah, I get solo lane, and I'm like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm taking Bacchus into the solo lane. 
I went two and one. My team won. Next game, I call solo. I take Bacchus over there again. We win. I played five ranked games in a row where I played Bacchus solo, and we won every single one of them. There was two Bolonas, an Osiris, a Bacchusura, and a Changa. And you, I, I wasn't like you know shitting on them or anything, but they were using their teleport a lot more than I was. They were backing a lot more than I was. It was really surprising. Well, don't forget full his damage? burp has a built-in anti-heal, and that that affects your pots and everything. Yeah, and it's nice. And what you do, like like when it was Bologna, I I just I started to get a feel for when she wanted to use her bludgeon. So I would three with the stun ready, stun her out of the bludgeon. You just jump on her and throw in a few basics. Your waves clear. She still hasn't cleared hers. It's honestly really surprising. Did you Bro, go- I know you're our solo laner. You should try Bacchus out someday, buddy. Motherfucker, you take over solo lane. I'm getting bored of it. Well, that, that's fine. With Bacchus solo, I'm down. That's fun. <laughs> did you go damage? Or did you build, like, tanky damage? Or just straight up? I went bruiser, like Celestial and yeah. Voidstone. I think I finished with a Mantle. Blue Boots. Ooh, I did buy a Chronos Pendant, though. In, like, all of those games. But I thought it worked. I mean, at a master's level, grandmaster's level, that probably wouldn't work. I mean, technically it does, right? Now, the the one thing that a lot of people seem to, like, disassociate, not understand is that pro level of play versus your ranked games are two entirely different things still, because not everyone's going to be on comms. And even if they are all on comms, not everyone's going to listen to what everyone has to say. So, True. you can pretty much play whatever the fuck you want in whatever role. Apart from, I will say, like, with a stipulation of don't try doing everything in the support because it doesn't really work, you do need some forms of CC there. Oh, fuck but, hair support. Like, God damn. I've got that two of those three games I fed. <laughs> <laughs> but Bacchus is definitely someone that's great in the solo lane because he does just like the other guys, like Cerberus and the likes. He's a little bit like Cerberus because of the fact that he can get in and out if he's in trouble with his leap. He can just use his flop. But he's also got mitigation because of his passive, where where he's just consistently drinking and staying drunk, he's taking a lot less damage in the laning phase, which means it's really hard to kill him. So you don't have to worry so much. And then people look at you and go, well, fuck it, I'm not going to gank a Bacchus because it's Bacchus, you know? Like, it's it's almost too hard to deal with. Yep. Definitely works. Exactly. Yeah. See, Hindu, Hindu just broke it down. <laughs> well, I mean, it's almost like he does this shit for a living. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 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 always scary. Not going too deep about like the intricacies of like how it could be helpful and good and bad for a team composition, you know. But like, hey, there's other guardians that get running solo. I've seen Ares solo before in the pro level of play. So, you know, if Ares can do it solo, any of them can. There's not one on the list that I can think of that couldn't do it. Effective. Maybe Ganesh is the only one that may struggle just a little bit. So that's about it. But it can be done there anyway. Like, and I've been watching Deathwalker's Terra lately. Oh, that dude is going off with Terra in the solo. Goes off with everything. I know, but have you seen his Terra lately? It is impressive. (laughs) I personally can't stand playing Terra. She's just one of the only supports that I just don't enjoy playing, and I don't know why. Boring. I just find it weird. Like, uh, here's some rocks. And this isn't like, you know, like, I know a lot of people love her, but I'm just kind of a fan of like, oh man, she's dull to play. I'm just running at walls all day, you know? Yeah, see, that's that's what I'm at. I'm like, I, she, she, I know she's good. I'm not hating yeah. on Tara, but it's just like, all right, uh, 
I hit my pillar and then I smack some walls at you and dash through you or whatever my combo is. Yeah. <laughs> and then you stand there. If you support, you just stand there and go, well, I guess I just watch for a little while because both my dashes are down and I've already put my healing on the ground and my wall's down. So, uh, yeah, I'll just stand here and punch you in the face. You know, that's about it. Like, let me know if you want me to run in and hit my ult. That's about all. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but then you don't really want to do that until, like, you've got all your abilities up anyway. Mm-hmm. Very nice, very nice. Famous, got any other games? Not really, to be honest. Confidence, Ryan. Nothing. Confidence. Why do you think I took Bacchus into the solo lane, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that right now? Nobody? That's my confidence. Funny, funny story. There was a pro pro team that was going to do that once upon a time a few years ago. There was a secret strategy that were going to run a um, a LAN that they told me about just before the LAN, but obviously I was sworn to secrecy, and I never told anyone. But it's been like two or three years at this point. But they were like, "Yeah, man, we're going to run Bacchus in the solo lane," and I'm like, "Okay," because you know, in a competitive level play, it's just like. People will just go, the, the support will just go camp him. The jungle will just go camp him all day so he won't get any farm and he'll just die and repeat. But they were really, like, convincing me that we were going to do it and then never pulled it out because I think they got 3 0 or something. But I was so sad when I never got to see it. It was one of the bigger teams at the time, too. But, you know, if pro players are considering doing it at the highest level of play, that's definitely viable. Hey, you just got to play smart. I mean, it worked for me. <laughs> You got to be good with your mechanics, though. I will say that because when I would miss the belly flop for whatever reason, she won. That boy, wave. you get punished. Yeah. yeah, you get punished that wave hard. Oh yeah. Just throw your all out straight afterwards. That's that's the panic back assaults. Like I've got I've got a diamond back. It's got a diamond in most guardians, but backers is one of those that whenever you're in trouble and you flop into a bad team fight or something, you're like, oh no 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 no. You just hit your ult and run out again. Like oh, I'm getting out of here. It's terrible. That is true. That, that's pretty much what I did every time I got ganked by the jungler. Just, oh, oh run! <laughs> it always works out well. It does. Yeah, that's Famous's games. Heck yeah, bud. I think we asked our community for questions for Hindu Man. So, we've got... Oh god, this is where it gets dangerous. We've got Juan Femmes to Hindu Man. I know what going to get. I am from Latam North, and I wonder why do you think that Latam has always been so behind on Smite? Do you think it's because the game has been here less time, or is it a culture thing? How do you think we can grow? Is it a money thing, or a getting good thing? Thanks, have fun at Worlds. It's a good question. I mean, every region's like this. It's not just Latam, because like Oceana say the same thing, as does like Southeast Asia, but Latam funny enough, are the closest to the European and NA teams. Now, some of it is definitely down to age of like EU and NA being around since the original days, like the very, very beginning. But then some of it just comes down to the players and what they're doing with their time to get better and how they're going about trying to get better. Now, sometimes it's a bit trickier in certain regions than others. For example, if you've not got teams on your level to scrim, um, that, you know, they'll all below you, so you're the best in your region. It does become difficult there, or trying to get scrims against teams from other regions can be difficult because of ping. But then, I kind of always use the example of Europe, because uh, EU is a really good example of what can happen if 
a region works together a little bit more in terms of the competitive nature of the game. Because Europe, once upon a time, if you all remember Worlds 1, didn't really exist. They were kind of shitty. And everyone looked down on them and laughed at Europe after Worlds 1 because North America dominated. Um, and then Worlds 2 happened and Energy, who were called Epsilon or Pantera back then, came out of nowhere in Europe and won the tournament in Season 2. But what happened in Season 3 is what really made the change in Europe and actually, you know, brought them up to NA's level because before they won that tournament in Season 2, NA was still miles ahead of Europe. The difference was, is that the European teams, Energy specifically, started scrimming everybody in the region and not just the closest team to them. They scrimmed the top, they scrimmed the bottom of the league, they even scrimmed some challenger teams from what I remember. And that actually just helps to improve the scene because you're growing as a as a region, you know? Your individual your individual as a team may struggle a little bit more because you're giving away your secrets and teaching people what they're doing wrong by scrimming them so much. But it's making the level of competition and the skill level of the of the region increase because they're doing that. So some of the smaller regions, some of the best way they can get better is actually helping out the the teams that are just below them some more. It does mean it's more of a threat because it is an esport after all. But you can only you know, you can only prep to a certain level against certain opposition. If your opposition's not as good as you, it's very difficult for you to try and get good practice to get better. Um But then again you've also got to keep adapting. That's why not not adapting the player, but you know, you've got to keep learning, staying strong in your opposition. Well, even I mean, though hell, you, you could you strive to, to be adapting, that wouldn't be a bad goal. <laughs> Jesus great goal. Like <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's probably a pretty good goal. That that guy is insane. <laughs> that guy is insane. I was looking over some of his stats today and stuff, and I'm like, ooh, he's, he's gone off again this year. It's been crazy. I was watching him on stream the other day. He had like 200 health on Hunbats. He's got three full health people chasing him. He ends up killing all of them and, and running out. Confidence. That's uh, confidence, what I Ryan. Confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's full on confidence. But yeah, all I mean, right. to be... To be fair, like you said, though, like adapts on the stream, like that's kind of his chill game. So he gets to mess around and practice those sort of things too, you know. But that's that's consistent practice against high level players that he can then look at three players and go, you know what, I'm a dick to these kids, and they're not even going to know what's happened. And you know, mm-hmm. it happens sometimes. He confidenced all over their faces. Let me tell you. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I I want to ask this next one. I really do. There's, uh, so, this is OG right here. We know you've heard of Defend Middle Lane. Obviously, you were on there. We all listened. Uh, that's where we all started, was being fans of them guys. Okay. Um, this was an old meme question that they had asked all their guests. And one of their hosts, Silent Reveries, or Bryce, however you remember him, actually asked this for you. Who smells oh, God. better? F-Dot do or that. Hindu Man? I can't remember what I do to... The thing is, right, I'll do these interviews and things, and sometimes I forget everything that I said and don't even remember the question. For some reason, even though I can tell you stupid intricacies of the game, right, like how much an item will cost, or like Agni's bombs, how often do they refresh, and how many, you know, how much damage does it do, what scaling, I can do that. But sometimes like, I can forget things really quick. I will say, though, that I definitely smell better. All right. I, I don't think I would have I would have changed my answer last time round on that one. Unless it's Valencia. Unless it's Valencia. Well, to be fair, I didn't stink in Valencia. I just sweated like a stuffed uh, pig touche, is touche, all that really happened. Touche, I'll give you that. 
Yeah, I did take a shower afterwards, though, granted. But, yeah, that wasn't... At Valencia, I always look back at that and go, God, you've done some weird shit in your career, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not even the worst thing I've done, though. The worst thing I've done, I think, was vomiting on a charity stream was the worst thing. Ooh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for yeah, the kids. It really was for the kids. No, because so what happened with the the incident where I ended up throwing up was we made a we did a charity event and we d- we kept doing them every year and then one year they, everyone keeps trying to make us eat stuff but whenever I eat stuff it doesn't bother me that much whatsoever I'm just like whatever like I eat curry you know I grew up poor too so I don't mind tasting shit food and stuff like that it's fine um so curry doesn't bother me spices doesn't bother me so we made the deal this year at the charity event that I would we'll do milkshakes right and what we'll do is we'll put all these ingredients out and people can donate to put ingredients in the milkshake and then we'll blend it all together and i'll drink it okay now i had no problems with this and i expected it to kind of ramp up throughout the day you know not start off a disaster but it was when adanis was a caster back then if you both remember if you all remember adanis Oh, a yeah. chance, oh, yeah. if you weren't in the oh, scene, yeah. not so much. Oh, yeah. He works on Paladins now as a dev, but Adanis was working the charity event live on air with me, and it's time for me to do this milkshake. And for some reason, they decided to put everything in it straight away. I'm talking like tuna mixed with milk, mustard, um, pickle juice. Like There was all sorts in it. Anyway, I, said, I made Kevin drink it with me on air, Adanis. I made him drink it with me on air. Um, but I shouldn't have let him go first because I didn't think about the fact that him vomiting and nearly chundering on it made me want to chunder as well. So as soon as it touched my lips, I was like, yeah, I'm good. I actually managed to, there is a gift still of me managing to swallow the substance and get it down. But then I had like two seconds and it came straight back up again. And you can just see the emotion in my eyes of like, oh no. Um, but yeah, that's, that was the thing, the worst thing I've done on stream. Sure. I don't know how I got onto that, but yeah, I guess Valencia. Right. Brought... <laughs> yeah, at that time it definitely wasn't me. All right, Gokinator has our next question, and he says, "Love the question, Silent Reveries. Mine's got to be, what was it like on patch notes when Agro was being really, really nice to you for a while?" There? So it was weird, but I knew it was coming because people kept roasting Agro for some reason. So we have a lot of fans, right, and most of, like you'll see reddit and things but reddit's like a very small percentage of the community who play the game and uh not all of them go on to reddit after watching the patch notes and things like that or use twitch some people just tune in for the patch notes alone and then now and again send us social media messages through different outlets like instagram or like you know twitter or whatever but i kept getting some hate for being mean to me on the patch notes i don't know why um but someone found it like Agro was being too mean to me, so Agro decided that day that he was going to be super nice the entire day. Is what happened. It was just, it was just almost too awkward, you know. Because I wanted to hit back with some mean shit straight afterwards, but I was like, no, I can't do that now. It's like, it's like hitting Bambi at this point. It's just not fair. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that'd be a totally different movie. It would have been. Yeah, it would. Gokinator also wants to know, are you particular about the underscore in your Twitter handle? No, not at all. Um, I got the underscore there because 
Obviously, because I don't work officially for high res, technically I do, but technically I don't. I work under Skillshot now. So because of that, like I had, to, I wanted to change my Twitter handle away from high res Hindu. So I was trying to work out what I could put in. I used to have cast a Hindu man and stuff, but it's dead long. So I was like, fuck it. Hindu man, that was taken by some dude who made his account in something like 2013 and has made one tweet the entire time and doesn't even look Hindu either. Soup is a white old dude that made this account, and I'm like, ah, how dare so he? I can't have that account. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just put an underscore afterwards. That'll do, and that's that's why it's got an underscore now. Nothing more than that. You hear that, Bryce? Grow up. Coffin monkey comes <laughs> in with, dear Hindu man. Besides your own, what's your favorite announcer pack? Forever yours, Coffin monkey. Ooh, I'm. Personally, I liked my announcer pack when it first came out because obviously I had to write it myself and record it and it was kind of okay. They did take a few lines out, which I'm kind of sad about, Um, especially since they released a lot more cruder lines as time went on in the video game. But, you know, at the time when I had mine released, it was uh, the early days of them. They were very scared about some of the things I wanted to say, like calling people bots on your team and things like that, you know, when they made bad plays. Um... But my favorite announcer pack, that's really tough. I kind of, I run with um, Randomon. Like, I always just run with Randomon the entire time. I do like the Capri one. It's pretty good. Obviously, Ganesh is also up there as well. Kind of the chill ones, for the most part. I don't want people screaming and shouting at me down my ear. And Caster voice packs are awkward because I work with them or have worked with them all before. So it's just like hearing all the guys behind the scenes and then listening to them in game two is kind of like, ah. But I will listen to Agros and Tacos when they come out and see what they're like. Right. So I've been on like the same one for like two years. I, do you know what? In honesty, I was I was actually looking at pitching that to him this year. But the problem comes is uh, one thing that you've always found in the community is that people get attached to certain things and certain things not changing. I, um, you know, skin changes or stuff like that, or model changes or balance changes like anything like that so if i went back and redid the old announcer pack use the same one like that and and put changes into it then people get upset you know like people will get upset if i we just went back in and i put a few more lines in there or something so maybe they'll want to do another one i don't know what they need i don't know if there's a draw for it like if, i guess if the fans really wanted a newer version i could definitely do one It'll be a lot more sarcastic and blunt of, like, calling your teammates bots whenever they fucking feed all the time. That's pretty much the way of it. I think we just need two Hindu Man announcer packs in the game. <laughs> It'd be I a think bit much. that's the answer. It'd be a bit much. Who knows? Who knows? Like I said, though, like if, if enough people ask for it, I'm sure they'd be interested in doing it. All right. All right. We'll Hindu, start I, I have to break in and ask. I have to break in and ask. Can you give us a Battleground of the Gods exclusive, one of those lines that got cut? Do you remember? The bot one definitely is one, but it was, um, how do I do it? Hang on. I'll try to do it exactly as it went. So when one of your teammates die, it would go. No, no, it was when you killed an enemy, right? It was when you killed an enemy and I went, was, was, was that a bot? Like, it was one of those lines like that. So I was memeing the enemy team more than I was memeing your own team in some of it. Like, and just shit-talking them. But I think they were really worried at the time that, you know, some people might not like it or it would be taken the wrong way, even though, like, I was kind of known as that sort of dude anyway. But I know it was, like, the early days of getting more and more certain lines in the game. And then Tina's came out. And then I'm like, okay, Tina. 
Okay, Tina, I can't have simple lines that are criticizing the enemy team, but you can swear in yours. It's not fair. <laughs> I did have some swearing lines in it too, but they didn't make it in, unfortunately. I can't even remember what they were off the top of my head now. We'll start the petition. We'll get the second Hindu man started. Okay. Seriously, hi, Rez. Okay. We need a second Hindu Hindu man pack. Adios comes in saying, Master Hindu Man, how is your daily work when you're not casting games? Like now when there is a pause. Also, I love you. Go eat you. Yeah, that's that's always the question I get quite a lot of. Like, so what do you do when you're not casting? Well, what we generally do is we have to we go over a lot of footage of what we did previously in terms of casting because we do reviews of like how our performance went through the year and things like that. Um, listen to each other's cast, give feedback and things like that too. We also have to prepare for the World Championship in terms of like statistics and um, we help to prepare documentation on the players and stuff like that. Like things to do with, you know, when we when we go have these big events, we end up having um, like news outlets out there like PC Gamer, you know, other magazines turn up and social media accounts and some of the organizations want it, like more information about the players. So we have to give them like up-to-date information of like how they've done this year and did you know that Adapting played Hebo eight times this year and won all eight times? And whenever rival play on order side, they've got a higher chance of winning by about 12% more than if they play on the chaos side of the map. So we have to like learn all that sort of knowledge. But not only that, like we still do other things. Like we, we look at making shows for next year and there's a lot of planning that goes into the downtime too. Um, other than that, then we do try and help out with things like play tests now and again and balance with the game of giving feedback and things, uh, to get things a little bit better. So a lot of, behind the scenes stuff but we also have to keep an eye on the community too like we were always in touch with social media the entire time just to see the pulse of the community and see if there's any issues and we can forward those issues onto the different departments or help with them ourselves because we're like the most front-facing people like that people can easily reach out to and go hey hindu when's the patch coming out and i'm like i don't know i'll try and find out like i can't always answer those questions but sometimes i can well speaking of social media triple charged from the smite reddit says can you give us any sneak peeks at the wild and crazy bow ties you'll be wearing at hrx oh god my bow ties are actually like i think i'm gonna go this year i think i'm gonna just be pleasant i think is gonna be my idea like i'm not gonna go crazy with them i don't think i could top what i did last year i think that was the last year i could do that i don't think i could do it again because I'm at my limit of bow ties at that point. If you don't know which bow tie I'm talking about, I bought a, you know, the Christmas trees. They've got that. There's Christmas trees that you can buy that have that. I've forgotten the name of it. Like the fluorescent lighting on them. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's yep. fiber. Yeah, like the fake light. Fiber optic. That's what I'm after. Yeah. It's a fiber optic bow tie that I could change colors um, in the bow tie. But like, there's there's nothing more than that that can really do. I was thinking about bolos, but then F dot stole it off me last year. So I was really thinking about rocking some bolos this year, and then F dot stole it. And I'm like, all right, F dot, you can have it. It's okay. I don't need any more. I've still got bow ties. Add an accent. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else there is with bow ties. To be fair, that's how people most people refer to me is like the English accent dude and the bow tie dude. Like, that's my most commonly referred to, if people don't know my name. Hey, as long as they remember you, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. Nep comes in 
saying, should I lull my enemy into a false sense of security every match? He's referencing your voice pack. Yes. Yes. You should always lull them into a false sense of security. See, that's why that voice pack worked out so well, is because I was making people feel better about being shit. You know? Like, the whole idea behind it was like, shit on the enemy team and laugh about them being shit, and when things go wrong yourself, you can make excuses for it. Like, at least we can all buy wards now. It's the same sort of thing. So, I got a bit of a confession. Um, I'm PS4 here, right? Season 3 is when I started. I was toxic. The people I played with were toxic. The people who introduced me to it. Like, just everybody around me, for the most part, was just toxic as fuck. And you're one of the few voice packs I... Or announcer packs I actually had. Yeah. Literally, your voice line came up. Oh, you're lulling them into false insecurity. I'm just like, shut the fuck up, all right? I'm not doing fucking shit. And then another time, you're like, at least you can buy wards. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm not buying fucking wards in assault. Like, I used to just rage at some of those lines. Well, like, funny enough, funny enough, that was also, like, another level inside the voice pack that I didn't touch on is because I know there's those type of gamers out there, too, that get tilted off the face of the earth when they die and they're super ragey. So my voice lines would definitely <laughs> poke them at the same time. Time oh yeah, in they a do. negative way, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I get the bad guys and the good people. The nice people are always like, yeah, Hindu, thanks for the support. And the bad guys are like, shut the fuck up, Hindu. I'm sick of your shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know who you it, were. It looks I'm like this fucking bald guy wearing motherfucker. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still man. it's still surreal I, to realize I, that I my dr- voice I is dropped. like permanently in this game. <laughs> yeah. I have dropped, by the way, all that toxicity. Put that shit behind me. I'm now the one who tells you to shut up after one you rock cancel that and mute your ass. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not going to lie. I, I do use the VGS a few times. It's generally with OKs is kind of yeah. where I'm at in life. Yeah, that's the about okay as spam toxic as, well, as I go issue. is OK. Someone misses an I do. or something. Just I'll be honest. Okay. I am an OK person and I'm a ping the map person. Not like spam ping, but like ping people to click on where they should be right now. I'll be like, why are you over here? Like, what? <laughs> there's a big team fight on one side of the map, and there's that one dude, and it's not a Loki. You know what I mean? I can kind of understand if it was a Loki on the other side of the map, or an Apollo, but it's not. It's like a Kumbakana or something like that on the wrong side of the map. And you're like, why are you over here? But we've, we've all got a bit of internal rage in us, and we've all. We're all competitive by nature. We're human beings. It's just the way we are. We're made that way. Absolutely. Big Rick 20X. Big Dick Rick. Big Dick Rick. Comes in with, what's Rick. up, Hindu? If you could pick <laughs> two gods to throw into Smash Bros, who are you picking? Inversely, if you could pick two Smash Brothers and throw them into Smite, who's joining the battleground? Oh, man. That's, that, I saw that question and I was like, God, that's a really good one. I'll have to think about it. And then, then I didn't think about it at all. The only thing I knew <laughs> is that you couldn't put Cousin... You can't put Cousin Bo in it. Is there one thing that came to my head is like, Cousin Bo would be cool, but you can't do it because there's Bowser. And like, that's just not possible. That's not going to happen. Is I mean, it? Let's they be got honest. Falcon and Ganondorf. They're like the same. I mean, like, same kit. They um, Roy, Marth, all them guys. They can make it work. Sure, but like, two turtles, big shells have minions that do their bidding for them. Spikes you know, there's the so show. many. Yeah, yeah, there's just just too much similarity between the two. I think two guys that may work well, I think Thor should probably be in it, just because it's Thor, and throwing the hammer around would probably work pretty well in Smash Bros. Oh, as be well. that so dope. That'd be fun. With the abilities and things. Oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah. 
other one, I don't know. Like, the other one could be kind of tricky. I mean, you could go with a hunter or something. There's quite a few hunters that would be good. Um, that's a really, it's still a tough question to work out who the second one would be. Ravana. I had one in my head. Yeah, Ravana would work because he's like just that melee base. Carly would work too. I'm trying to think of someone really out there that would be really cool to play though. Maybe Scylla. Scylla could work in a weird way. I don't know how. I'd have to work it out of like, maybe she can teleport around, you know, just use her abilities in, in there as well, which could be interesting. I don't know. It's a tough one. Kumbakana would be the most troll though, because he just makes everyone to go to sleep the entire time. And then Epic Upper cuts someone off the map. map. Yeah. Rip Jigglypuff. Pro strats. And then <laughs> two characters from Smash to come to Smite. Hmm. That wasn't even part of the question, right? Well, you can't pick Bowser. I know, I can't pick Bowser, because Cousin Bow's in the game. Like, it's not possible. Um, Which characters would I pick? That's also a tough one. Who do you guys think? Like, which one's the most godlike? The most godlike. Because they're so <laughs> Icebreakers. Like, from both <laughs> as individual characters. <laughs> I w- oh, shit. Be Guan Yu all over again. I would have to go with Pit. I just think Pitt would fit as a hunter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I mean, Samus, technically, I'd be okay with Samus. Link would be cool. I'd technically class him as a as a god at this point in time. Mario's technically a god in the gaming world. Uh, True. Pikachu? All right. All right, calm down there. I don't want no Pikachu <laughs> in the game. Like, I'm down pika, pika. I'm down for, like, a Bulbasaur, but then we've got Kuzumbo, so we can't have Bulbasaur either. Oh, Jesus, we can't or have Blastoise, anything because of Kuzumbo. You know? Does he have to ruin everything? Kuzumbo like... <laughs> he, he, ruins all. He's, he's the secret to, like, a bad and happy life at the same time. Um, Reference uh, point. Do you know what? Do you know what? Wario. Let's go with Wario. I'm down for a Wario in the game. Ooh, there you go. That sounds perfect. The evil villain. Sounds good. Next question is Silent Aces. And he wants to know who is your favorite to win worlds and why is it Obey? Secondly, how do you see Smite competitive scene growing this off season? As it will be a longer off season than normal. Any plans you can hint to? Finally, you're the best go EU. Yeah. I saw that question too and I was like, man, I don't think I can leak anything, unfortunately. All I can tell you is that season six is looking really good right now. Um, it's going to be good. The downtime is going to be filled with some fun things going on, for sure. Uh, the downtime may seem longer for some people, but for the average gamer who's playing, like they're not going to feel too much because it means you're going to get a bit more regular content probably over the winter period, which we didn't have before because, you know, Worlds would have been coming up. And then we generally would at the start of Season 6, at the start of Worlds, announce what's happening for the next season. So you're probably going to get a lot more of that a little bit earlier on um, than what you may have done before. Not guaranteeing the devs are not going to say, we'll wait until January or something like that before we talk more about Season 6 stuff, but that's a possibility um, with that. And then, who's going to win Worlds? I haven't got a clue yet. I'm kind of waiting on these placements that are coming up in the next week uh, to work out which four teams are going to be joining the other four teams at Worlds for DreamHack because the top eight teams, they really can take games off each other and it really is going to come down to what the draws like and who ends up playing who. So I think one side of the bracket could be harder than another, but I will be doing a proper prediction thing like in the next week or two to like say where I'm going to go because so far, 
since Worlds last year, which I predicted every team's finishing position correct at Worlds last year, I have predicted the LAM winner for the last two LAMs on top. So I predicted Spring correctly and I predicted Summer correctly. So I'm trying to see if I can complete the whole thing and get Worlds right again. And if I do that, then I can just never have to predict again. Nobody has to watch. And then people will really believe I am writing the script. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. All right. Drew comes in and he wants to know, do you tie your own bow ties or do they clip on? (laughs) Oh, no. They're all tied. Sorry, they're all clip on. All of them are clip on for the simple reason it's so much easier to change them in and out. And in an emergency situation of getting too hyped, I don't want to get choked off by a freaking bow tie, so I could just rip it off if I needed to. Um, yeah, mainly those reasons. Plus, it's so much, so much easier. Vio's got a follow up, and he wants to know: Can you teach me how to tie a bow tie? I technically can tie bow ties, sure, but I just don't do it that often. I prefer not to because I'm lazy. Told you, people pay me money to talk shit about a video game, okay? I'm never going to try and do more work than I have to, in a weird way of looking at it. Sounds good, sounds good. American Zombie wants to know, do you use your own announcer pack? No! Not, which one do you use? I'm on random most of the time. The only ones I don't have on there are... Now that they put in that feature, which I'm really I'm glad they finally got around to oh, doing favorites. that. favorites? Yeah. Oh. Yeah! I still not... Yes, thank you, hi that's a that's the thing though. Listen, like if people complain about or suggest an idea, it's not that they've not had the idea or it's not coming. Because a lot of people seem to think that sometimes people will poke up as a suggestion and it'll happen. Like I told them to do that, and it's like that was planned six months ago, bro. But we can't tell you that. It's just <laughs> the way it's going to be. It can take a while to get some things to work, you know, um, and to get because it's all behind the scenes stuff. It's not as easy as just flick a switch most of the time for some of it to happen. So it does get kind of awkward at times with that, where, yeah, you, you're just going to take them time to work it out, but I'm really glad they got it in, because it just means that I don't have to listen to the German announcer pack as much. Sorry, Todesberg. I know him really well. He works in the EU office, but yeah, him screaming in German to me just takes me back to the war. Ooh, spicy. Well, like me, I speak Spanish almost fluently, but the Spanish announcer pack just drives me nuts. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you never answered Juan in Discord the other day if he spoke Spanish. He asked. Uh, I don't know that I saw that. Yes. Well, I told him he didn't. He asked if it was true. But, yep, there you go. There you go, Juan. He does. Word. So, Hindu. Yes. Since we're on that topic, what do you think, boys? Should we we throw Hindu the Battleground exclusive Ymir skin? Oh. Who do it? Wait, what? I I don't know. Do it. Fro. Fro, hit him with it. All right, I, it is patented. This is a battleground exclusive. That's right. <laughs> We're putting a stamp on this. This is a skin suggestion, is what you're giving yeah, me. Here. Yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah, but you actually made me go in the client for a second and click to go through the skins no, no, on your no, mirror no, and be no, like, no, wait, have they got? No, 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 have they no. got a skin that I didn't know about? That's cool. Come. Well, it it's it's something that came up in like our first two or three episodes, and it has just been growing like a snowball ever since. <laughs> All right, so you got like default looking your mirror, right? Yep. In a police outfit with the fucking little, like, not the not the Bobby style. I mean, I guess they could do a Bobby style hat, right? Like the Euro, the English style hat. But I was thinking, like, you know, that weird pointed one that cops around here wear. Either or would work. Okay. Billy Club in the one hand instead of his regular club. Yeah. 
whistle in mouth, right? First three, just yells freeze. Simple as yeah. that. His two, throws down some spike strips, right? His one, That's cool. he throws up a police barricade. Like it could just, okay. or like one of those road barricades or, or jail bars, but barricade. Or, yeah, or a cell door. Yeah, that would work too. Or it could change and, it between them. Oh, that'd be tier, oh, tier 5 you mirror. <laughs> See, but just so you know, when when I hear about skins, when I hear about skins, I'm always trying to improve them and take them to the next level. And then the like designers are like, "Fuck off, Hindu. We hate you. Like, stop coming in with these stupid <laughs> ideas." Go. What was no, the alt? Feel sorry? free to keep adding to it. The alt just police <laughs> sirens going off with the uh, red and blue lights strobing. Yeah. Okay. That works. It makes sense. All right. But here's 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 one of the best parts. Uh, when he goes to freeze somebody, or I don't know if we ever decided when he would do it, but one of his lines would be, stop in the name of the thaw. Kill me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one of these people that uses puns, but I also hate that whenever people use them, so it just makes me go, oh no, shoot me in the head right now. Do you know what? I'm sold on this skin. On the understanding that he gets a VXG, but what actually, what do you call it on console if it's a VXG? Special emote. Special emote. Special emotes, yeah. Okay. If he gets a special emote where he gets in a little cop car that's way too small small for him. It's my car. And then he drives around in it. With his sirens yes. on driving. They could literally just reskin one of the smite cars. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And just have him like yeah, he gets a little he gets a little um you know, like he just get the mi- microphone in the car and start Come back here with like, the bullhorn yelling. With yeah. The- yeah. Or he could be yeah. blowing his whistle. See, this is what I mean. The people don't like me over there. You should you should hear me talk to the balance team now and again where I'm like what about doing this crazy shit? And they're like, no, Hindu, no, minute, we can't do minute. that. So when he gets in the car, right, and does the VXG, or, or yeah, whatever, the special emote, uh-huh. that's when he could say, stop in the name of the thaw, as he's, like, driving around. That could work. Like, that works. Him. It's what one of his, his lines. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll have the bullhorn. <laughs> one of his lines, and leaves little tire skids behind him wherever he's been. Oh, Perfect. there you go. So This is becoming a thing. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. I can take it to him. I can't guarantee any sort of like pay for, you know. No, that, no, that no. We're just looking for bragging We're not rights looking for to pay. know that we just want to see that. it. Okay, well, I'll I'll bring it up. However, as the community likes to say, and uh, Ymir's got a few skins, so. Yeah, he, sure yeah does. he does. Although, to be fair, Ymir does have probably one of the most badass selections of kit skins like in the I game mean, by far. You say he has a lot of skins and Ares is getting a T5. So, you know, Neath just got That's a true. Skin. That's true. <laughs> I can't believe Ares got it, but, you know, I'm kind of glad he did after that Ganesha one came out. Jesus. Like, I don't think they're going to be able to top that Ganesha skin. So. The plushie, yeah. The plushie one. Who did, who did oh, you yeah, have the plushie one? I thought you were talking about Hindu? the one, yeah. No, I saw the plushie. I think the plushie was amazing. Um... Who did I have win at the time? I can't remember. I can't remember who I actually voted for or who I wanted to. I was kind of mm. going for a support because a support hadn't had one before, so I was kind of cool with the community going that route. Um, I just wasn't sure which one was going to win it. I think it was one that I didn't right. want to get on. I can't remember who it was. Out of all the supports, I'm like, that one does not need it. I think it was might have been Ymir was on the list, wasn't it? And I'm like, no, come on. <laughs> Ymir or like, Athena, probably. Yeah, yeah Ymir's got to... I mean, Athena could have made a cult skin, sure, but... 
Yemez got a tongue. Oh, yeah, she could have been a cool skin, but they just both have so many skins. Listen, all I'm saying is my boy Gav needs some new skins. He's got some okay skins, but like he could he could do with a new one. Like I'm he could do with a new I one. I could do it. Like Sandcastle's good, you know, Geb one point one of the best original mech skins when yep. the game first yep. came out. Snowman's good. And I just I run Druid Stone all the time because I like the voice pack more than anything else. It's like a deep Scottish chill accent, which I kinda like. It makes me feel better when I spam okay, because it's just like okay. okay. It's perfect. How do you feel about Zhang finally getting a new skin? I don't care either way. Like I don't play Zhang, so I don't really care that much. <laughs> to be fair, his skins that he's got, like the GI Zhang and Ghostbuster one, yeah, sure they've been out a while, but like they're still good skins. Obviously there's been a lot of advancements in skins since then. Um it's about time he got one though. I don't even know what he's getting either. I don't even know what the skin's like, whether it was a community suggested one or not, because I don't really stay up to date on all the skins. I kind of enjoy the surprise of like being a viewer when it comes to skins most of the time. So I kinda of just wait for patch notes and go, What shit you got for me today, boys? And then have a look myself live and go, Oh cool. Well, alright. One of our co-hosts who's out sick today, Nevea03 here, says, First, you're a legend. Thanks for being here. Just two quick questions. As the bowtie expert for the Smite community, do you have a hand in one of Serb's heads having a sweet bowtie for the Pup Patrol stint? And did he tie it right? No, I don't. And like I said, I'm not really involved in the skins before, so when I saw it, I was like, oh my god, he's got bow ties! That's so cool. <laughs> um, did he tie it right? It looks like it's tied right. It's definitely a clip-on. I'll say that much. I'm just looking at it right now as we discuss this. It's definitely a clip-on tie because it's just too perfect. Yep. But it's a good bow tie. Like green and green and purple definitely stand out and make the left head, or sorry, the right head, technically, uh, the right head stand out a little bit more than the other two. So yeah, he's doing definitely better than Bandana one anyway. All right. Her second question here is, one of my favorite things is when you're on patch notes, and you get to hear the puns right then and there. What was one pun that made you cringe the most that made you that made it into the game? Oh, God. These are always the questions that I struggle with because, I can, like I said, I can remember numbers to do with the game forever, but specific voice lines are always tricky. Um, it was probably a Neef skin. I just don't know which one. <laughs> there was probably a couple of the Neve skins where I'm like, oh no, get me out. Um, Everyone's a diamond Neve. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because those, those, those puns that get through. I think Hey Fam really. I didn't really like Hey Fam either. Even oh, though Hey Fam. AJ loves oh, it. Hey fam. I was like, no, please, no, no, don't do that. No, she does it. I don't like it. I definitely don't like Hey Fam though. I don't know Probably why. like it's the just... entire Scotty fucking Doge skin. Yeah. Yeah, the Doge skin was really awkward. I agree with that. I was like, okay. That's the thing. Cool. But get well soon anyway. What was the what was your the person's name? Nevea. Nevea. Get well soon, Nevea. Oh, I'm sorry Nevea. you couldn't. Oh three. Yeah, she's a new addition to the podcast, but she pretty much brings all the class. New addition. She's <laughs> been on for like 10 episodes. She's been on for like almost half our episodes at this point. Yeah, you're right. That's true. I'll just go fuck myself. 
All right, <laughs> should we move on to Twitter? Absolutely. Take it away. There's more questions? Holy moly. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a few. You, you're, you're a popular man, Hindu. You're supposed to cherry pick them, not read every single one. Or are you cherry picking? Oh, oh we're cherry picking. Okay. Well, okay. we stayed loyal to now, our Discord, Discord followers. Yeah, D- Discord. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But when it comes to Twitter and Reddit, I have cherry picked. Okay. All right. So this comes from uh, Mr. Scott Gandhi himself, you know, lead designer over at High Res Studio. Yeah. Oh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When I saw the tweet response, I was like, oh, God, what shit is he going to say? And I was like, wow, he actually gave a, a decent question. It is a decent yeah. question. That's why I wanted to ask it. Yeah. So favorite caster you've ever worked with. What's the biggest challenge you face now that you're the man- manager of talent or whatever it's called? <laughs> <laughs> Other genre of games you would like to cast? So favorite cast I have a word to it. I don't, I don't have a favorite and that sounds really shitty to say that because it just makes it seem like I'm trying to be too nice, which in some case maybe I am, but at the same time, everyone has a different vibe to them. And when you work with different people, like everyone has strengths and weaknesses that you can enjoy more or play with like with certain casters you can joke more some you can get more hype with others you can get you know you can balance the two equally or you get to flex different muscles in your casting brain if that makes sense and do different things so everybody's different like obviously i've been lucky enough to work with a lot of talented people over the years from dry bear bart dm all the way back then gandhi obviously too because Gandhi was great to work with. Because me and Gandhi, me and Gandhi went way back. I wanted to hate Gandhi. Like I really did want to hate him when he came in. But he's a great guy, and we worked well together. You know, we did worlds the first year together that he was with the company. So, um, I got a lot of time there. But yeah, caster wise, eh, I couldn't tell you. I kind of like them all. And they've all got different strengths that I really enjoy working with them for, including the current staff like Taco, Tolly, Tom, um, Agron, and Finch, of course, as well. Um. What's the next part of that question? Oh, other genre of game you'd like to maybe cast? Other genre of game? Anything. I think I think it's kind of... You've got to just be passionate about the game you're doing. You know, like commentary is a way of making people enjoy the game more. That's kind of how I look at it. It's like you're trying to make people enjoy it even more and add some level of fun to it in some respects of like you getting passionate about it gets other people passionate about it and people can tell that in your emotions and your voice when you talk about it so being able to do that and like get that emotion out there as long as you're passionate about the game like i've i've been i could i've been down to want to do certain games like yeah other other genres battle royales could be pretty fun because there's a bit of downtime so you can mess around a little bit and have a lot of fun on there um sport games would be pretty fun to cast too but then again, I'd have to learn more rules about some of those sport games, like American football and basketball, which I know the basics of, but I couldn't tell you the difference between a dime formation and a 3-4 formation. I'm pretty sure one of those is an offense and one of those is a defense, but that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, I think yeah, you would I, make a great caster for fighting games, because your hype casting is fucking top-notch. Well, that is easy. it's easy to get hype, because my, my casting style kind of is wwf wrestling i used to watch that growing up mixed with soccer so if you take those two genres of commentary and put them together that's kind of where my style is like that's what got me excited you know watching those sort of things so the build-up of my commentary of like where i can get really loud really quick and like sound excited and passionate comes from the soccer build-up of how a ball gets passed from a goalkeeper all the way to the forward who scores 
Um, whereas wrestling is always like, oh my god, he broke him in half! You know, that sort of style, like, is really easy as well, and it's exciting and fun to listen to. At least in my eyes, so that's why I try and replicate it to an extent. But fighting games definitely it. would be fun. Or I should, I hear it now that you should say, now that you say that. Yeah, it's, it's, casting's a weird world where you don't get much training in it, but as time goes on to get really good and keep trying to improve your craft, you end up going into the, the really X and O's of commentary of like what you're doing with your voice, why you're doing it, should you be handing it off there, do you phrase things with a question, do you have shit phrases, there's a lot of weird stuff. Nice. Well, we can move over to the Reddit, and between our Discord, our Reddit, the Twitter, and even my coworker that plays Smite, we got one big question. It's a generic question, but we had so many people ask that we wanted to run it by you. Okay. Where does a complete novice get started with casting? Okay, so my experience, coming into Smite, right? Like, I'll just give you a little bit of background of where I started. Like, I casted other MOBAs before. I used to cast League of Legends for a while and was pretty much a small fish there, but I was really passionate about it um, and discovered Smite. And then when I discovered Smite, I was watching the first couple of pro games that ever got played. Like, they did the launch tournament. Uh, is when I first really was starting to get tuned into Smite and playing it with some friends, who all abandoned me, by the way, and left me in this game alone. Um, Shouts to them once more. Bastards. Uh, But they abandoned me, and I continued playing it. But what happened at the time was I was listening to it and realizing there wasn't many tournaments going on, so I actually just made my own tournament, basically. I got an organization that was running League of Legends tournaments and got the okay to run it through them and then recruit people on Reddit to cast and to do production with me. So I could teach them how to cast because I knew the basics of casting of like how to have a conversation and make it sound slightly entertaining and make people tune in and listen, you know, the basics. Um, but I could steal their knowledge from the other casters because the casters would have all the knowledge of the game that I didn't have, but I could at least bring some excitement to it, as well as a production staff and stuff like that. So realistically, the best way to get started out, in my opinion, is to just go fucking do it. And it's not, it sounds like that's not complex, but it's not. It really isn't. Just grab a microphone, grab a buddy, and commentate together, and then go and listen to it back. And if you listen to it back and you think you're the shit, well, you're not. First of all, like you've got to keep listening to what you what you're saying and what you said, and the way you said it was it exciting. Would you listen to yourself cast? And obviously, you've got to take out of that that shit in the back of your head, which is you don't want to sound your own voice anyway. But a lot of it is really just grinding and just give it a go, you know. And asking for feedback is really useful um, to get better at commentary and to learn how to get better at commentary. Uh, the problem is, is that getting good feedback is very very difficult most of the time. Because most feedback is always, uh, you're shit. And you're like, cool! <laughs> Thanks, buddy! Uh, yep. anything specifically that was shitter than the other stuff? Like, some yeah, people the just whole don't. Thing, just shit. Yeah, they just. Like, oh, thanks, I mean, man. You really <laughs> nailed it don't for me. <laughs> Like it sounds like the first three months of this podcast. <laughs> but well, everyone everyone has negatives and positives in what they do, right? And like you're always gonna like things that someone does and doesn't do. So trying to dissect when people give me like bad feedback because some people don't like my casting, and I'm fine with that. You know, I understand it. But the most funny one was like, I'm like, do you have anything specific that you can point to? Like, you know, you don't like what is it you don't like about me? Like, your accent, and I'm like, well, I'm fucked on that one. Ah, oh, that's not gonna change. Like my accent's staying, so it's just the way it's gonna be. But yeah, honestly, go out and do it. Go out and do it and practice. And if you think you, if you want to continue doing it, it's not, if you want to do it for fun, 
It's definitely a fun thing. If you want to try and make a career out of it, Godspeed. Godspeed, because, like, I'll salute anyone that tries to give it a go and try and make it into a career, because it's not an easy thing to do. It really isn't. Uh, but do it for fun, and then, if you feel confident, you think you've got what it takes, go look at the community tournaments. Like, all the time, the community tournaments are always looking to pick up people uh, to commentate with. And if you can't find a community tournament, commentate on a YouTube channel. Find a buddy or someone that you think is a good pair with you or a good match that you can work with. And even if they're not as good as you or better than you, you can work with them. Commentate games. Find games to commentate. Um, commentate over, over SPL games, you know? Stick them on YouTube. Get people to tune in see if you're good. And if a lot of people like you, you'll get into the scene. Quickshot is a prime example of that who works for League of Legends. Uh, Quickshot was a community caster in League of Legends who used to cast the same tournaments I did back then on his own personal channel. But people loved his accent, loved what he was doing with the game, and in the end he got picked up by Riot Games to be one of the biggest commentators that League of Legends has right now. So it's definitely doable, and he, he started with the ground up, and most of us do. There's a lot of people um, in the League of Legends scene specifically that worked at the amateur scene for a very, very long time, getting to little to no pay for it as a passion project. Uh, Medic Casts, who works for them, also, I always forget her name. What is her name? Goodness me. There's a League of Legends girl anyway. She's on the screen all the time in the fancy outfits. Not shocks, but the analyst on there who specializes in Korean stuff. I forget it. Froskaren, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's Froskaren. Um, she's also a person that ground up by watching a lot and commentating and practicing and got a shot, you know? So it is doable. I've seen it done times and times and times again. And look at John Finch, who's the latest addition to my casting team. He applied to the caster after never casting before, and now he works with me full time. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, you just got to go for it. I mean, episode one of this podcast, we had like 10 listens, and now Hindu Man's on it. You just got to jump right into the deep end. That's all there is to you it. You could have hit me up on episode one. I would have come by if I had the time. I don't. That's true. I don't. I don't. I'm not picky. I will say, though, that the one thing about it is like, if you want to do commentary, don't look at it as a job. Look at it as fun. And the moment it becomes a job is when you're going to struggle. Don't be dependent on it for any sort of financial gains or anything like that because you won't get them. It's a long, long grind to break into the esports industry as a sort of commentator. Um, unless you are truly, truly talented straight away. If not, you've got to grind it and get better and better and better and better. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's how it goes. Yeah. It's most things in life, really. You've got to get better right, to be good at it. Yeah, pretty much. Unless you were born into it, got lucky. Yeah, I, I, that's what everyone says about me. I just got an accent, so it worked, you know? My accent just worked. That's all it was. Hey, if it works, don't fix it. Pretty much. Yep, yep. All right. From Mizuman91, I, I wanted to ask you this because I'm interested in your opinion on this. Who do you think will be the MVP of HRX? A solo laner. Oof. A solo, you know what? <laughs> That's sorry, right. I had to troll. I don't know. A solo could always come up. Solos generally do come up big at the World Championship time. Honestly, they they're generally the ones that do stand out the most, like surprisingly more so than others. Uh, if you think about like last year, it was Benji who like popped the fuck off. The year before that, it was Variety on Obey whose team lost in the finals, but everyone was talking about him from the solo lane. So it's not it's not really out there. Um. 
It's more than likely going to be a mid laner, I think, unless a hunter gets a panic kill or goes. If a hunter goes absolutely crazy one game, it's probably going to be a mage player, a mid laner. Um, couldn't say who though, because generally MVP generally goes to the team that won the event, and as I can't predict who won it just yet, I couldn't tell you who's going to get MVP either. <laughs> oh, that's not the worst answer. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Well, that's pretty much all of our question. I did our it. Questions there, boys. <laughs> You made it. You made it through the gauntlet. That was like a patch note show of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, our next segment that we do is called Had a Purgatory. Last week, we had a challenge created by our community called Coffin Monkey. Coffin Monkey's For-Profit Animal Shelter. Yeah. Coffin Monkey's For-Profit Animal Shelter. So... We are required to team up the PlayStation 4 boys played Joust with a tanky Fenrir, a damaged Cerberus. Yeah, okay. but it was a, a tank Fenrir, damaged Cerberus, and an Honor that had to level his jump first. <laughs> because he was trained in acrobatics. All right. Yep, and our lovely PlayStation boys got drawn for it. So, how'd that go for you? Fuck you, Coffin Monkey. That's how it Seriously. went. It <laughs> Seriously. Oh, uh, I mean, it was fun. Don't get me wrong, but god damn, Cerberus and a Joust, dude. I need defense. I need a defense. Yeah, that so hurt. Bad. Like one that hurt. I did. We did this twice. We did it on a regular Joust and a classic Joust, and Willow streamed it, and Coffin actually showed up, and some other people did too. Uh on on the regular joust, the Chinese joust, I tried full life steal, uh, Cerberus, and I I yeah I just got my shit rocked like yeah, bad. That did not work. <laughs> who and, who are you against? Do you know Do you know which gods you were playing against too? Or? Oh God, famous! You'd have to pop that up. I sh- yeah I should have kept my smite guru up. Hold on, I'll go find you know it. Keep saying, talking. I, I don't remember who I was exactly. Um. But I just know I was I was not playing well. I was not hitting my stuff very well, and my build wasn't the best. Like I wasn't able to leap on the minions to even hit them with my breath too much or anything like that. And then the second one, the classic joust, I uh, I was like, "Fuck this, dude! I'm going proc build." And then I bought Soul Gem, Ethereal Staff, or no Soul Gem, Soul Reaver. What was I think? Ethereal Staff, Magus, and Pen Boots. Wait, you could you you had to go full damage. You couldn't go defense. Yeah, as well. like you couldn't oh, yeah. go full bruiser. Damage. Right, full damage. <gasps> okay, yeah, right. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I'm like, how are you having such a hard time with this? Like, Cerberus crushes, man. Like, okay, so no defense items, Cerberus. That makes nope. sense. Now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we were playing against an Opwash, an Odin, and an Artemis. Well, there well you go. there's your problem right there, boys. Yeah. Pack it up. Yeah. Those those yep. first two picks on its own is like, all right, pack it up. The show's over. What was the last one? Artio, Artemis. Uh, no, Artemis. Artemis. Oh, yeah, she's she's pretty rough with the balls. Oh well yeah, your team that Artemis. I forgot about her. The balls on this Artemis were huge. Yes, she did not give a shit who any of us were playing. She just ran at us and just alt. And then she usually killed the squishy Cerberus, unfortunately. But yeah, 
But yeah, she she did just run at us. It's like, goddamn. I mean, I went I went seven and five and seven and three. So maybe our Fenrir and our Cerberus should have stepped it up a notch. Maybe I should have been able to buy some fucking defense, dude. That was rough. <laughs> How did the leap work out for you on her, by the way? Maxing that first. Uh, not very good. I think I had uh power boots and fully stacked trans, and my impale was doing like. 200 damage. <laughs> yep. I mean, it was truthfully it was you bad. Just dedicated the full AA at that point knowing that you would be useless. <laughs> oh, I I did at, at that point. I was like, okay, this isn't working. Time to get Xy and Kins and Aussie. <laughs> so you probably had it the easiest out of all of us because like all you had to do was just level oh. an ability wrong. Like we just had Yeah. I mean, yep. tank it been, yep. all right, but Willow doesn't understand subtlety in Tank Fenrir because he's like, no, full defense. It's like, okay, well. It definitely would have been hard if you had to level Pillar first. Mm, Instead yeah. of the leap. That'd have been, I'm, I'm, that'd have been rough. Don't give our viewers ideas. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta do this yeah, stuff, man. Oh, wait, wait, the viewers come up with this? This is genius. They come up with a comp that you've got to play and everything? That's great. Uh, I mean, they yeah, if they come up with a good one, we'll do it. Like this last one, there was uh, last episode was our sixth month and episode, and we let our fans basically set up the whole thing for the most part. And this was That's yeah cool. the one they came up with. But yeah, on the regular, we do let them if they, if they well, suggest our, it to us. Our new our new one is community requested, isn't yeah, it? Danny Boy himself wants the yeah Danny Boy wants the good old. I see uh the super suck. Why the don't you guys tell me suck. about that? <laughs> Yeah, Fro-, Fro knows this the best. All right, so it's got to be a Baron Somdi, a Hades, and a Morgan. And what he wants to see, so you need to, you need to strive to do this, is have two Barons on each side of the Hades who is alting, both of them <laughs> alting, and just give them the good old suck from always, like the super the super suck. suck. <laughs> I also commented. That if you have a fourth, Susano's alt does also have a pull. So is his two, his second ability. Yeah, there you go. And his two. But Thinking about that. Getting four man to pull the super suck off, two. man. I mean, that, that's asking a lot. So we'll settle with three. That's a pull. That's a pull. Poseidon's is a suck, technically. Whirlpool. True. If you stand still, True. it sucks you into it's the middle. Yeah. I'm trying to think of all the sucks now. Me too. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Kuzumbo uh, sucks. He, he sucks. <laughs> that's a totally different. Oh, <laughs> Yo, whoa! What's wrong with Kuz? He's OP. <laughs> I just like memeing him. I do like Kuzumbo. Okay, he's a that's all right. I was like, Paul yeah, I was gonna say you 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 played him in the solo lane the other day. Oh, shut up! Oh no, my god! <laughs> I'm out smoking a cigarette. I'm like, here, guide me to my god. I'll pick him. I can't even. I'm outside. I'm like, guide me to my god, I'll pick him. And he's like, go here, go here, go here. Alright, click X. And I'm like, oh, this is this is so-and-so, right? And he's like, yeah, click on it. It's fucking Kuzinbo. <laughs> Come upstairs I'm like, you're an asshole, dude. The only thing, the only game I can think that could be better than that, instead of Hades, is putting Bacchus in there, because we were talking about Bacchus earlier, right? And the game is, Morgan has to ult as Baron, they both suck, and whichever one can pull them in wins, but then Bacchus ults as you go to do this. 
and then it's like a mini game of who can get the drunk person into the hole quicker. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> we have our next week challenge. We got our next week's challenge. Morrigan always makes things interesting, though, because you can always make some jank stuff up. Like, for example, what you could do is Cabracken if you had a Morrigan on your team. Both become a Cabracken, and then all the person, both sides, so they're trapped in a ring of death. And then both tremors, and it's really hard to get out of two sets of tremors because you're jiggling twice as much. You know, Man, if you Hindus ever get bored, just, Hindu, just you can feel hat. free to come up with yeah. this. Just send us to it. You're in the Discord. Go ahead. We got a well, purgatory section. We'll pin it's kind, of, it, it's kind of my job. Like, honestly, when, when Morrigan was getting released, they told me about the Morrigan just before, like, obviously, like, in December or, like, a, a little bit earlier than that, about what they were trying to do with Morrigan when she came out. And I'm like, oh, shit. And, like, my mind just went into, you know, like, um all those gifts you've seen of, like, all the numbers flying around? That was me with all the abilities of, like, what could you chain with two Morrigan, with a Morrigan on your team? And then you're like, two Ares pulls. What would happen if both Ares pulled at exactly the same time? Would the person die? Would the game crash? So I had to, like, work out all those really edge cases and, like, explain them to devs just so they could make sure it was all good, too, you know? So... Trying to come up with those weird jank ideas is always fun with the Morrigan. I always find it interesting. Well, feel free to hit us yeah, up. Well, I wasn't kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I come up with a lot you're, of these you're ideas. You're always welcome. Like, I like you don't understand. help from everybody else, and I'm not the only one not saying that, but I come up with a lot of them. You guys, you guys don't understand. Like, I'm, I'm that kind of trolley person. We discussed it earlier. Like, am I really the troll? I'm like, well, technically, I guess I am, because, like, Scotty's Ice is an ability I came up with. Like, that is an ability that I, that everyone knows I came up with. Cause I thought it would be funny. Have you ever got the, uh, Scotty Ice into the Whirlpool? For oh, that's Biden? disgusting. That's, that's just not fun. <laughs> it's, it's not fun. But yeah, Scotty Ice was like, that's the sort of abilities that I suggest whenever they're like, they've got a new god and they're like, hey, we're thinking of a new god. Have you got any ideas for abilities or things that you'd like to see? And I'm like, oh yeah. Well, they talked about Scotty and they're like, okay, she's going to be, Icy, but not exactly like Ymir, and I'm all I could think of is like slip and slide and skidding, right? So I'm like, what about she can paint a nice trail like a moose and carb, like his honey, but instead it's ice, and she can zip down it really quick, but at the same time, if people walk on it, they get slid around, and then they decided this was not me, by the way. I had nothing to do with the damage on that ability. Or the fact it ping-pongs you. That was not the idea either. It was just supposed to be like, you'll go in motion across the ice until you hit something and stop. And stay there, because you're stuck, you know, against a wall or whatever. Not the ping-pong Oh my thing. god, two Cabrackens and a Scotty. There you go. So were you the sadistic son of a bitch behind all the Scotty ice in the adventures? No! They just abused, they abused my original oh. design to high heaven. And it was perfect. It was pretty impressive. It was impressive. It's funny. And very annoying. Because yeah, that cause tech, I was, there was people like me who sat there waiting on the gods who didn't have a leap for you to come at me and then just walk into you and walk away. <laughs> they went flying back. I was that guy. <laughs> I didn't do it to randoms most of the time, but I sure as fuck yeah, did, just to me. <laughs> did it to famous. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I always imagined it being used like, you know what, tower lines when you were defending or getting sieged at your tower? So when people walk forward and you can just like, throw ice under them so they come into tower range. That's kind of where my first thought was with that right, ability of like, a couple make them shots. slide into the tower range. Like, yeah, you get back, bitch. You get back or you'll take these tower shots. I'll make you. You know, it was that sort of thing. So. All right. 
back to this hat though. <laughs> Famous. <laughs> we draw gotta the draw name a out name. Of a fishbowl. See who gets to do the super suck. Yeah, we draw names out of a fishbowl well, to see who. You know what's funny, boys? <clears throat> Is that proof? Who, who who draws the name? Honor system. There isn't proof. It's all on the honor system. It's all on the. Wow. I do. <laughs> you guys must be really Dude, nice gotta, to each other because, like, if I spot shit, I'm like, nice yeah, it wasn't me. That's a shame. <laughs> I don't have to do this. You should, you should We're see the us guy outside in of the games that's like, oh man, don't worry, it's fine. We all have bad games, but then talking to each other, like, dude, you are fucking feeding. What are you doing in my ranked assault? <laughs> like, this is bullshit, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about ranked assault. I can't. I can't I can't tell you how many times I've told Frodo uninstall the game. It's been a few. <laughs> but you can, you can see that it's it's okay to do it with your mates, right? Or people that you hang around with daily saying that shit. It's just when it's a rando in the game. You've never heard of him before. Because you don't know who's on the other end. It could be a seven-year-old who's just, like, playing it for the first time. And you're like, kill yourself! Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. Do you like owls? <laughs> However, when I play with Agro, I tend to kill himself all the time. Like, it's just the way it is, you know? It's It's part of it. It's true. Part of the daily life. <laughs> Alright, Famous. Who do we got? Well, everybody kept wanting her name in the fishbowl, and this is what happens Nevea. when your name gets put in the fishbowl. It's up to you and Nev and whoever you take take with you there, Depp. Alright. I pulled Nev out of the fishbowl for the first time. Alright. All right. You know what? I said Coffin Monkey earlier because it's Coffin Monkey's Animal Shelter, but there was actually fucking... Good old Big Dick Rick 20 Big Rick. times over there who suggested it. Rick. You make that guy Big go Dick do it Rick. with you. You get, yeah, you there get the you Big go. Dick in on the super suck. Perfect. And he won, he won our giveaway today, so he's listening. You hear that, Rick? You got to do the hat this week. He won a giveaway as well. He did win a giveaway wow. today. He got a question answered by me. He gets to do this hat. And on top of that, he also won a giveaway. He's having a great day. He really is. No, he's he's a I big mean, time he's, supporter and he's, listens he's, a lot and huge in our Discord. So huge in other places Ooh, as well. Big Dick Rick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boy, should we move on to the community corner? Heck yeah, we yep. should. Last week we asked, "What SPL team do you want to be on?" That that girl says Team Rifle because. <clears throat> Fro said so. Fro, you got anything to say? Uh, Team Rival, what's up? Coffin Monkey saying I whichever team, team is Rival. currently Why? losing the most. That way um, we'll have something in common to honestly, talk about. Honestly, since we started this podcast, everyone that's a part of Rival has been super so nice and friendly and helpful, and helpful for us. Okay, that's fine. Alpha yeah, Jack will be our first guest. Uh, let's see, we've had Smitten and she's associated with them. Yeah. They've just been yeah. really nice people. Everyone loves and, Rival, man. And I'm not saying the bad bad people at all because they're great. Just it's always interesting like that. Rivals one of those really community driven orgs that have done it all themselves. The players those players have all been like members of the community before, before they made it to the big time and it's one of the big teams, but like it's really cool to see that a lot of people support them as much as they do. Well, and honestly last year was the first year I even watched any sort of like pro smite at all. I, I watched Famous and I, we you know we hopped in a PSN party together and watched on Twitch. Well, it's gonna be a mixer this year, but we watched the uh, the uh, Smite World Championships and and just watching 
I'm I'm always gonna be a fan of Benji and Deathwalker after that. Just watching those two just fucking dude, the clash of the titans. Like and Kakolin is my favorite god. So just watching him popping off and then Bologna, I have her diamond as well. She's another one of my favorite gods, and it's just like, oh my fucking god. Oh every kill was just so hype, it was it got me hooked. That's gonna I honestly wish I could watch more of it, but Coffin Monkey says, whichever team is currently losing the most, that way we'll have something in common to talk about. Big Dick Rick says, I'm also a rival fan, so you could find me jungling for Dig and feeding my fucking brains out. What a troll. <laughs> right? Sounds like a Diamond Eath to me. It does sound like a Diamond Eath. He'd probably take him into the jungle, too. Neat jungle. Alright, adios. Says SSG, even though I'm an NRG fanboy, but I think playing with SSG guys would be so fun. Venenu gets so hyped on good plays, and Jeff and Bara are Jeff and Bara. Then I. Jeff and Jeff and what? Bara. Bara? Bara. Bara. <laughs> Alright, continue. Then I have heard that Aquarius is a funny guy, and of course, I would replace Andister because he is the most boring of them. Sorry, not sorry, and I'm better than him in jungle. <laughs> wow. That is a bold statement, sir. Funny enough, Andister is actually probably one of the most funny guys in the scene. He's just very quiet. Like, everyone's got their own personality, but he's just, he's not much of a, a talker, but he's actually really, really quite funny. I'm just going to defend Andy there. <laughs> You notice how I said that earlier on between nice versus nasty? Like, I can be both. It just depends. Uh, it's okay. You can be mean to Adios. He's out here trying to steal everyone's girlfriends anyway. Duh. He has a voice like velvet. Alright. Katie Cat saying the winning one because I like to win. That's pretty lame. Katie Cat. No, but it's it's strong. Rado Knight. 970 says, I would want to play on the team that has Gucci on it, so I can at least say I better, played better than Gucci <laughs> in the SPL. Poor Gucci. Drew. He's still out here catching shade. Drew on the PC saying, I love to play on SSG. They seem like the most wholesome. And the ones that would be all, we'll get them next time, guys, when we lose. Positivity means more than pointing fingers. I mean, I know more about those SSG boys behind the scenes, but they don't like losing. No one likes losing in the pro league, guys. I'll tell you that now. They may do the on the cameras; they're all dead nice, but behind the scenes, they, nobody likes to lose. Not one of them. I don't think there's a single player in the pro league that's like, "Never mind, we'll do it next time." Like none of them are like that. Not any of any of the players I've ever come across. <laughs> like you, you can't be like that and play in the SPL. No, you can't. You can't. It's always funny because like I can talk to all the players, and I know most of them pretty well. But the moment after they lose in a major tournament or something, that's the moment where you just can't say anything. Because whatever you say, it'd be wrong. You don't want to go over and say, oh, that was so close. Or like, commiserations, or I'm sorry. Like, you just can't say anything. So you just leave them alone for the next 48 hours, and maybe they'll come back around, you know? Or they may take longer, still. Yep, yep. Danny boy saying, wait, Gucci made it, bro. Uh, Gokinator saying... We have too many trolls in our Discord. Yeah. Gokinator with, I would want to be on E United because I'd want to be around PBM and his troll ass sounds super fun. 
Mr. Nep. Once again, the trolls. Mr. Nep saying the one a Millsy's in because a Millsy. <laughs> and finally, rounding it out. I love Silent Aces answer. Silent Aces. Obey. Because I want to win the world championship this year. We'll see, Silent. We'll see. We'll see. They are turning it around pretty they good. They did. They've got a shot. Yeah, they really do. They are the team with the most bridesmaids, though. Like, I, I called them that. <laughs> They're always the bridesmaid and never the bride. Like, that's just... At least Atorexia and Pretty Prime, they've been around so long now, and they've been they've been to two finals across the years. That was two. And been beaten in the finals twice, which is really unlucky and unfortunate for them. They got beat by Cog- Cognitive in the first year, by Barracuda and Jeff Hindler, and, and Insta, would you believe? And then they had to face up against Energy. And yeah, they, they didn't win there either. They got beat by Adapting and the boys. But they have had two finals, funny enough, and took it pretty deep in both of them. Maybe they'll do it this year. Who knows? Maybe this is the one. Third time's the charm, right? Yeah, maybe this is the one. Third time's the charm. It It is dream hack. It's a whole new, whole new thing a good this point. year. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, that does it for this week's community challenge. Next week, we want to know what god would you want to cast with and why? Good question. Yeah, we thought that was a good one with with having you on. Do you have a maybe an example to give us? Oh, me? Ooh, fro with the spiciness. Who would I want to ca- Who would I want to cast with? Oh. I'd do it with Samadhi because he'd be a troll, and I like his voice too. I think our voices <laughs> together would work out pretty well, and the banter would be pretty good. Um, Cousin Bo would be really good for pop-offs. I think he'd just be good in the background as I'm like, doing play-by-play, and he's there like, hey! That, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> uh, You'd never get any work done with him around. So that's true. I'd get shit done with Baron because he'd be like, be sure to grab some brew. And he'd be like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. don't mind if I do. Hey, I'll take a health and mana potion for free every time. Don't mind if I do. Um, who else would be good? I'm trying to think if there's a real shit talker that'd be good to cast with. What about Loki? Just because he'd piss everybody off. <laughs> Maybe Mercury because he'll speak as fast as I can. Oh, there that'd you go. Ooh, that works. There you go. Yeah, there's loads of options. Like, I do like like the ones with the crazier accents, though. Jibalonke's. I love Jibalonke's accent. I think it's great. I've always liked his bass. And Kukulin, too. That could be good, but then people might not be able to understand him all the time. Because he's got that slight Celtic twang to him. Um, Athena's standard voice pack? I think the worst one would be Kumbakana. I think we can all agree on that, because you just be tired <laughs> afterwards with him constantly yawning. You're like, okay. Okay. Sorry, Fro. I don't think you're going to be a caster. <laughs> or Sylvanas. That that could be good. Just an old man casting alongside me. They'll do that in a few years. That'd be me in a few years, actually. Yeah. So I guess I don't need to do spice that. Yeah, but Groot would be better. I, Groot, I Groot would Groot. be great. Or not Groot. Sorry, what are you going to say? Over. Grover. See, Gro- Groot? Oh, Groot I was going to say Groot would be, would be fine anyway, because it's one of those things where because it's only going to say, I am Groot, I'm going to be like, that's an interesting point, Groot. Yeah, what do you think about that chin size pickup? I am Groot. 
Very good point indeed. Yeah, I didn't think about how that percentage health will wreck the damage of your opposition. You basically can solo cast yourself and just use Groot to let you breathe. You know what I mean? It's perfect. I I am Groot. I'm going to have to disagree with you there, pal. I think you made the wrong choice. Yeah, Groot, shut the fuck up. What are you talking about, you piece of Uh, shit? What do you want to say? I am Groot. Yeah, whatever. Do you know they actually give Vin Diesel a script of what Groot means when he says that? And he has to say every line trying to like say his intent yeah. of that by saying I that's agree. That's cool. That's cool. I didn't even know it was Vin Diesel's voice. Yep. Vin Diesel's group. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I wouldn't have guessed. Ooh, actually that would make <laughs> me question myself. I was like, that one voice. Right, line? Feel free to roast me if I'm wrong. I could be I could I could agree on one thing that the Kamazot's stupid what skin is it? What's that? Uh, that pterodactyl piece of shit? Yeah, no. Why do I feel like I'm being called no. out so much yeah. this episode? I'm sorry, I just, I can't stand that, that voice pack and like, maybe Raijin's monkey voice pack of the Raijin's two, where I'm like, oh, Donkey Kong. Right. Yeah. yeah. Alright, get me out. There's nothing worse than hearing the groans, like, ugh. Oh. I actually prefer the default one. The default one's dope. The default one is good. Yeah, it was, it's always been solid. Alright. Right. New community corner, That's I like it. New community corner. All right, before we close out here, Hindu Man, this is the time for Shameless Plugs. Got any for us? Oh, Shameless Plugs. I don't have many of those. Uh, you can find me at Hinduman underscore on Twitter. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I would have just said at Hire as Hindu Man earlier because that's what it used to be. Um, I always forget that I changed my Twitter handle recently. Uh, so yeah, at Hinduman underscore on Twitter. Um, I'm streaming on Twitch sometimes mainly not as much as I do as I should, but twitch.tv slash Henduman and I'm always around on Reddit and social media and things anyway so you can always just like get in touch if you wanted to ask questions and I'll try and answer not always guaranteed and not always can give you the answers you're after because most of the time they're more technical than they'll ever tell me anyway Um but yeah, oh, other than that you can catch me in a week's time at The Placements which will be live on Mixer dot com slash smite game and i believe it should be available in a few other places too but that's the only one i'm sure of that starts on the 3rd of november and it'll be going on the 5th the 6th the 7th the 8th the 9th the 10th of november as well where we'll work out who the top teams are coming to dreamhack and then if you go into dreamhack you can find me there too yeah dreamhack i'm so excited oh dude my first one i am fucking stoked me too. This is going to be so dope. It's quite an adventure for all of us because obviously it's a new venue for us and things too. So we've got a lot to learn as well. So yeah, we, right. it's going to be. How, how is that for you guys over there at High Res? Is it you guys kind of anxious, a little nervous about how it's going to go? I'm not nervous because the one thing about High Res and working there over the years is if, if any of the long the long time players who've been around since day one will know, like there's always ups and downs at High Res, and we expect. We, we plan for the worst case scenarios of issues and stuff like that, so it should be fine. You know? Like, look at the patch note show in Valencia. Like, I didn't realize the patch note show was going to take that length of time. We didn't have any air conditioning in the venue. Um, it was like 115 in that building at that time. And we still Ouch. did it, you know? Like, whatever. The show must go on. That's kind of how we always look at it. So, yeah, there's always going to be a little bit of nerves, but once the cameras are rolling and the games are going, no one's going to give a fuck, you know? Those games are going to be great this year as well. I don't think there's going to be a single bad set of Worlds this year, which is crazy to think about. 
Yeah, I'm excited. Heck yeah. Well, famous. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FamousFreakBOTG, Discord, PSN, and Brazzers. I had to leave Pornhub under FamousFreak33EST. And uh, you can also find me at DreamHack in less than a month. Woo! And it's going to be, yes. Thank you, Hendo, for the, I got you. the, I got you. the fucking high-res hype energy. Let's go. I'm so excited. Like... I wish that HRX was that Thursday as well, because me and Fro are going to be in Atlanta with nothing to do all day Thursday, and I'm just going to be uh, uh, tones no, into Don't volunteer me for shit. The wife already said we're going to an aquarium. Oh, the aquarium's yeah. really good. I'm not going to lie. The aquarium in Atlanta is really, really good. Oh, she's going to be and if to hear that. If it's actually your birthday as well, you get him free. Ooh. But you have to pre- prove that it's your birthday. So don't go there just saying, it's my birthday, like you're at a restaurant or something. Does it count free if dessert, I show you know? up in my birthday suit? Is that enough proof? Uh, I don't know about the American laws too well, but I don't think it's going to get you into the aquarium. It may get you uh, into other uh, places, though. Okay. Well, Bro, it's not oh. actually your birthday, but where can we find you? Uh, well, you can find me trying to find those other places in Atlanta. Uh, you can find me mm-hmm. on Twitter, Discord, and PSN at fro underscore double underscore G. Uh, and you can find me feeding in the fucking solo lane, apparently. Uh, I do that quite a bit this week, too. Fro, how are we going to take a tour of Hi-Rez Studios if you're at the aquarium? Uh, Hi-Rez Lionheart's antisocial and doesn't want to give us one anyways. <laughs> I know. Hindu, how much money do I have to give you to meet us at Hi-Rez Studios and give us a tour? Oh, what day? I'm just kidding. I mean, that Thursday I before World, <laughs> the most impossible so, day. So the day, the day before, <laughs> I have to put the World Championships and organize my team and make sure all the final preparations are in order. Go to the studio That's and give a one. tour. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's much of a window there, honestly. Like, I, I, probably not, because I'm probably going to be down at the event the entire day for prep and rehearsals anyway. Unfortunately, so. Yeah. I would be at the studio. Yeah. We've been asking around, and we didn't realize that Hira Studios was like an hour away from the Congress Center. Uh, that's Whoops. that's also because Atlanta <laughs> and traffic and terrible, mm-hmm. terrible transportation. And, you know, yeah, they're not very good for that down here, unfortunately. But it is about an hour away, well, give or take, yeah. Well, all maybe, right. Maybe next year, bro. I am Depnation. You can find me on Twitter at Depnation underscore BOTG. You can find me on Xbox. You can find me on Xbox at Depnation. And you can find me maybe on Mixer streaming at Dep City. The branding. I still I still think you're Dep Walker though. Oh of course I'm Dep Walker. <laughs> Just wait. Good luck. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for coming. Yeah, thank my, you. Hindu my pleasure. My on. pleasure. Anytime. You're amazing. Thank you. Hopefully, hopefully we get to buy you a beer at HRX. I'm looking forward to to saying what's uh, up. Maybe Sunday night at the after party if you go in there, you can you can get me one there maybe. But other than that, I'm a, I'm a good boy during those weeks because you know you got a rest of voice, so alcohol. After my very first World Championships, I'm never going to drink during the event again. So, yeah. Made the mistakes the first year, never again. So, yeah, Sunday's the other day I'll be drinking, if any. 
Well, you're drinking for free at the after party. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the battleground. Goodbye, everybody. Happy Halloween, by the way. It's going to be Halloween. Bye, everyone. Happy Halloween. Good job.